You're listening to the Gen Z Broadcasting System. You're listening to the 40-something podcast with Valley and the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve, Valley and the Vig. Tales from the Crypto Keeper. We are finally back. 40-something podcast bringing you a little bit of a preview of the big London upgrade. Ethereum is making noise, making headway up around 8% today after having a very strong week and a half to 12 to two weeks. Crypto Keeper, how are you feeling about Ethereum and the relative coins that are going to be operating on this particular thing? And what does the London upgrade do? Why do they call it the London upgrade to begin with? Give us some details on what we should know about the Ethereum upgrade happening August 5th. Sure, so this will introduce the protocol EIP-1559, which will essentially be a security upgrade to to the network that will lower the gas fees or transaction costs on the network and should go ahead and hook in what they would call a layer layer two solution which will also uh, basically free up the network more to to be um, a a lot more efficient in the way it runs and then make a lot of of the the tokens and financial ecosystems that are developing on it a lot more fluid. So that does happen tonight into tomorrow and um, we'll actually make the the Ethereum token ETH more deflationary, which will just in natural economics, cause the, the, the token to go up in value. Now, this won't happen overnight, but I would say over the next one to three months, you'll see a little change in Ethereum, maybe even somewhat eye-popping. Now, it all does remain to be seen with the, with the, revol- uh, with the regulation that's been ushered in. Genser spoke on it yesterday. Uh, looks like things will have to be registered. And that, that was something that everyone always knew. Um, and then it could end up, what, what it could end up doing is could end up crushing some projects because uh, it'll just be too too radical for them to to be registered in the United States. So they would be able to to do it globally, but um, it could could end up hurting American traders. They they feel that they're helping us. They're preventing, you know, making sure Avengers aren't taken advantage, but uh, it'll remain to be seen. uh, We have a lot of good things that have been happening in the sphere. Uh, Cardano has been listed on the uh, Bitpoint exchange in Japan. You love Cardano. Yes, uh, very much a Cardano bull. The ADA token, you can stake it. Uh, could, could be something that does end up having to be registered as a security, but uh, you can you actually can reward uh, earn rewards on state if you stake it in a pool. And, uh, you know, the best way, actually, I hate to say this, is to find out how to do this is just to, just to Google it or, or run a search on Cardano, on Cardano staking pools on YouTube. And you'll be able to find out, basically, just hook up your wallet to uh, an overall uh, pool of stake pool operator who has then joined in many of us who own ADA, and we end up producing blocks used to run the network. And that's actually how Ethereum will end up uh, running as well. That's why why they'll call it the ETH2 staking initiative. and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of good things coming down the pike. I really think if people just need to be diamond hands, buy and hold, stay the chorus. Anybody that's ever done that has done very good and had did really good in the last cycle. So 
That's really, it's, it just decides like, you know, where, where, where you're at. I honestly feel if you're the type of person that has, has a steady income right now and is putting that into, into what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's an opportunity of a lifetime, really. Yeah, absolutely. And we've been about that. However, there has been some people talking about it there that particularly, I think in the Asian markets that miners might not be because of some of the new changes Miners might not be quite as motivated to mine Ethereum tokens or Ether anymore. So my question now, why is that? Why are they? Why why is it? And also, folks, what these gas prices mean with going down is meaning that if Ether is going to be used a lot more. So if you have, let's just put it in real perspective, you have a gallon of water. And the only way it can be used can be if it's dripped. So you still have a lot of shitload of water. Well, now if you poke a hole in that jug, more water is going to come out. And that means you need more water to fill that hole. And miners, and that's what they're doing. They're, they want to fill that hole as much. But if there, is there going to be, is, is it a possibility? Ethereum is going to go so high because miners are not going to be quite as apt to go after the ether? There wouldn't be much of a reward for them to do so, which is, is is how it's put in place now with the proof of work structure, which means that the uh, the miner that's first to get to it is all you know. And Bitcoin works the way too. The first to get to it solves a problem, um, gets the gets the reward, gets the gets the ETH. Um, whereas with proof of stake, it'll be all like you know how Ada runs what we got just done talking about is. Um, it will all just be contributed. You'll contribute your ETH to this pool and stake it. And in turn, that will actually do the work that's used to run it. Whereas it was the miner chasing after it, uh, the first one to solve the problem. It'll be everybody. It'll be like the, the one that has the biggest share of, of ETH to begin with will be chosen to, to solve that problem and produce the block on the network. Well, it's just really exciting times. Again, we are just we are less than 24 hours away from this, and we're we're going to kind of monitor it. Might even come back on here tomorrow, kind of monitor where we're at right now. And like we said before, if you look at Ethereum and what that has done, uh, just over the last week, last week it's up 17 percent over the last week. That's significant, 16.99 to be exact. Uh, it started at 22.50, and if you go back. Less than a month ago, it was all the way down to 1700, 1718. So it has increased significantly since that time, a thousand. I mean, that's what that's like 35, 40% almost. So, and also, if you've noticed the growth, folks, Ethereum has done this growth in Bitcoin today is 38 grand. It's actually Bitcoin hasn't done well the last week or a couple of days because it was over 40, but now it's back down under 39. You, and meanwhile, Ethereum is rock styled and still gaining. So you talked about this a couple episodes ago of the decoupling, I believe you, you used the firm, of Bitcoin and of Elon Musk. It's like they don't have the power that they once had. And now there's some palpable, tangible evidence that Ethereum and many other coins are going to be the way of the future. And when you hear Senator Warren, and I love Liz Warren, by the way, so I'm not trying to shit on that. Fuck. No, I'm just kidding. I, I do love Liz Warren. Why did you did you say that about me, Bernie? Did you say a woman couldn't win? I mean, eh? anyway, that's what he should have said. Eh? Eh? 
Anyway, Elizabeth Warren to me has shown signs. She's going way of the. She's going way of the establishment jack off politician. That has been my sign ever since that last jerk off campaign she had. And she came out and these politicians and she's primary one of them. She doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. And she's got to regulate it. It's like the wild, wild west. Well, yeah, but you can't regulate it. You can try. You're not going to be able to change this. And she doesn't understand it. And this is where people really get turned off by the left. When you have somebody, and by the way, it's not just the left that wants to put regulation. There's a lot of Republicans who want to do this too because they want to keep it in the bag. This is an establishment versus the rest of the world. And the VIG, I don't know if you heard what Miss Warren said, but she basically said that this is a wild, wild west and there's nothing's not tangible, it's not sustainable. And I don't know, I'm misquoting her completely. But she, I, yeah. I but didn't she, actually hear exactly what she said. But she didn't seem like she, she didn't seem like she sounded like she knew exactly how the technology worked. And then she said she, she said trying to protect investors, uh, you know, from being hurt, and just try, you know really try to stop this from being rolled out. And I mean, you know, yeah. Think, would just, you have loved that if 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 this woman was around about five years ago and was like, nope, you can't buy that. You might make too much money. Yeah, because that's really what it translates into. And it's it's just so it's just so ironic that that's coming from the progressive left too, and that should let you know whose side they really are on. Give it to everybody. Let's share it all. I'll tell you what. I don't think well, that's that's my point. I don't think Senator Warren is quite as progressive, or at least is she going to hold on to the progressive values that she had when she took office? That's my point about Liz Warren and this bullshit about. Cryptocurrency is just and, and her lack. My my frustration with her is her clear lack of education on what cryptocurrency does. You're one of the leaders of this country. Get your head in the game. If you're going to start making comments, especially with your crew, if you and your supporters are going to start saying things, be educated. It's like those those Republicans who don't know about science bitch about science to you guys. It's the same damn thing. So don't be hypocrites, Liz. Yeah. Read a book. Hey, if you don't have diamond hands and you get all freaked out and sell, it's your fault. That's mean anybody. Everybody else gets punished because you don't know what to do. Which is the same thing to be said in the stock market. Mm-hmm. So why is this different? Because the government doesn't have their grubby little hands in it enough yet. That's why Senator Warren, you sold your soul, hon. Everyone knows it sweetheart to quote the great divas in the wwe listen here sweetheart you sold your soul and now in the mask of trying to help people people who have extra money to invest you're trying to protect guess what if people i would assume that most people who have the money to invest do not want senator warren telling us when or when we can't and they don't want our ability to make that money compromised so that's why I just wanted to bring that up. And it was something I just read this morning, but it happened from yesterday. I believe Haskell actually said, in, which to your point earlier, Haskell said, and I'm paraphrasing, and I basically paraphrasing what I said. He said, 
these leaders of, of our country need to educate themselves on cryptocurrency or we're going to miss the boat. And you see, and you mentioned this in pre-production, is America one of the leaders in cryptocurrency? Where are we at in terms of uh, this revolution? Uh, well, I already hate your answer. Eh, we're supposed to be the leaders in the industry. In, in, in yeah, Malaysia. no, we're not. We're definitely not. I would say that was will be Malaysia at this point. Should we move to Malaysia? Really, for this, it would either be Wyoming, which I'm actually starting to seriously think about because they are very crypto friendly, and Puerto Rico, in which you pay no tax there as an American citizen. Yeah, and Americans anyway. are Americans are king down there. We're right. all American, but good luck. You're going to have to have a couple generators, and you know, have some water, have some bottled water on hand. But they live in America. Why don't they have clean water? Isn't that weird? Yeah, more of a U.S. territory, I believe, right? Isn't that what it is? They're not a state or anything, so... They are not a state, but they are a territory. They are American citizens there, sir. Why do you think... They still should have clean water, dude, right? Um, they don't pay taxes. I get what you're saying. Fuck them. I'm with you. I, I feel that. Maybe we just throw them some paper towels. Everything will be all good. Oh, you're you're getting excited for this Ethereum thing. I love it. Well, it's more that it's more like it's more of what I have involved in Ethereum rather than how much Ethereum I have. It's, True. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not actually like an investment vehicle for me. Whereas it's like the whole I'm involved with the whole ecosystem, which does actually all have its own, um, you know, store of value or price price ratio or whatever you want to say. Uniswap's crushing it today. Mm. So a lot of those tokens are because compound, really, compound price. Sure. Sure. These are all DeFi decentralized finance tokens uh, that will serve a virtue probably in like the new modern banking system. So um, I don't hold compound and I have very few uni now, but uh, I do hold others. Um why that are along that same why doesn't anybody like compound what's wrong with compound oh no i just it's 20 percent buy right now so it's someone's yeah yeah, we're selling it well that's you know big money's getting into it now so i just didn't have like the capital to like throw it and like buy it at even like three three hundred a coin i had you know i just so rather than just just like buy pieces of it because that's what i'm doing with others i just haven't uh gotten involved with it too much Wait a minute. I have a question. When you see trading activity, 20% sell, 70, 80% buy, or 20% buy, 80% sell. How's that possible? Because if people are buying it, they're selling it. How does, how does that work? What are, the, what, are the, what are the data points to get that percentage? Sure, and that's what it is. It's, well, it's data. It's, it's taking the machine learning probably algorithm of some sort, and it's pulling in all the sell orders and all the buy orders, and it's putting a ratio to it. So right now there's 80% of the orders or whatnot would be sell orders and 20% of the orders are buy orders. Oh, so there's more people selling than buying. So, so you're saying there's more, there's less unique buyers, but there's more money then because the shotgun's price has gone up. So is that what you're suggesting? Well, you know, the thing is, if you really want to get involved with this, I was always kind of, uh, 
skeptical of when when Coinbase implemented that on their on their trading on their coins on that you could trade on their exchange. It just seemed kind of odd that it would be okay. But apparently, you know, that would be data analytics, machine learning algorithm, like some sort of training data that's pulled in. And yeah, so of all the orders right now, 80% of them would be would be sell. 20% would be buy. That's what I'm that's but it's up the pressure on that. But it's up over 11% today. Well, you so have, how to, does, you have to explain how that mind. works. Well, it also is because Compound is, you know, it's not, it's not just traded on Coinbase, but on Coinbase in the United States, it could be getting that type of oh, that's structure versus Glowy. Now, it's going to because Gensler spoke on everything just yesterday, I believe. And he, he sounded like he's going to get kind of tough on things. So he's going to, you're going to have to, some of these coins are going to have to register as securities with the SEC. But if you buy stock in Apple, if you do, you know, that, that those are all registered securities. That's, that just goes to show you how unregulated and wild, wild west this is right now. And that's why people can lose their shirt. You know, if Mark Cuban loses $80 million on a rug pool with the Titan, uh, there's like a the Titan coin, uh, some sort of DeFi project that he lost $80 million on was due to a rug pull. They basically just pulled everything out of the contract and ran. Oh, you don't have compound. Fuck. Okay. It's always time to start. I'm not doing I started it now. on a few. I started I'm not doing it now. It just went up fucking 12%. Suck huh. that. <laughs> but going back to what you were saying, yeah, it's been absolutely fucking it's it's exciting. It's like percolate, you know. It's kind of like when your pots you've been in there for a while, and you're and you just have a really shitty fucking stove. And you're begging for some goddamn boil, and you can't get the fucking stove to, to get the boil. And now it's starting to percolate. You know what I mean? Starting yeah. To yep. That's how you always know that there's a bull market still intact because it's just it's just. It's just waiting to roar back, but it's still being pushed out for the, the regulatory pressure that's going on. And the fact that the SEC Commissioner Gary Gensler just spoke on it yesterday, you know, and said that it, there's a lot of it, there's a lot of money laundering and stuff like that. And there is, but, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> then there is. Uh... I, I don't say they'll, they'll crush this, uh, but I, I real I think it's going to be, there's going to be some good and there's going to be some bad involved. So, are you, what are you, what is your biggest fear that might be eminent? Just the regulations? Regulations that would be, you know, too, too, too restrictive to the growth of the industry. And in other words, if you read the verbiage that they tried to stick in the infrastructure bill, it was basically saying taxes from like anything that's going on right now at all. Decentralized, centralized, whatever, liquidity pools, any type of DAO, anything that that's all just separating that before they could even do that, you would have to actually get the SEC to register some of these as securities. It's just like they're just going like they can see that they could tap into this for money. They need they need money for this infrastructure because they let it go too too far. You know, it's really interesting. I kind of want to go on a tangent here about like because they keep saying like you'll see these OK Boomer shirts around, and it's kind of like a they rap on the yeah on the baby boomers and they they kind of just fuck things up for us really i mean they catered everything towards themselves they you know they voted and devised everything to benefit them and then everything everybody else is screwed unless they want to help them and i actually think you know what people that are doing well now have been you know i'd say there's definitely a decent part of them that actually are getting that help from their parents to be able to do things and that's you know, that's how things are. That just goes to show you how powerful the baby boomer generation was. But 
How we were really not. They they took more from this planet and left less for people than any other generation, at least since our country's been around. That's a reality from statistics. That's a reality from cost of living to what it is now, to what people pay, to what is now in comparison to CEOs, in comparison to their business. Businesses have grown. CEOs, vice presidents have gotten bonuses. Meanwhile, they're hacking 35,000 jobs. This is something that has been commonplace because of the 80s, 90s. And the boomers have done it. They have manipulated the system to only help themselves or people that have wealth. It's a stacked game. But their time is, it's three o'clock in the morning on their party. Yeah, I mean, it remains to be seen, really, I believe. Uh, the Rock says. Happen. The Rock says, yeah. The Rock says the baby boomers got to go. <laughs> gotta love the rock fellow gen xer yeah fuck yeah gen x baby i think we got we got some talent we got we got some good talent in the gen x pool guys yeah hey if everyone to see a couple of good gen x movies i highly recommend clerks jersey girl jersey girl wasn't that good it was actually pretty good i thought oh come on you oh you know what I, i'm getting that mixed up with garden state yeah, yeah. Jersey Girl was a little in. That was that was a benefit movie. Well, it wasn't really because he she was only in it for a hot second. It wasn't that hot because she was like having a baby. It's just it's not sexual at all. And, and anyone that listens to the show or is interested in cryptocurrency, to, just like just like the marijuana industry and, and the medical marijuana, you have to educate people. We have to be advocates because there's too much ignorance and stupidity in the world. There will be a time where cryptocurrency isn't this volatile. And by that point in time, if you didn't, if you did not get on the boat by then, it's over. There will be a time, probably within the next five years, that cryptocurrency is. Would you agree with that? What's a time frame there where you think cryptocurrency is going to hit stability similar to the to, to the stock market? Uh, I'd say 2023 to 2025. Yeah. So we're not that far away. We're only two to four years away. Holy cow. Yeah, I'd say it's solid three years. They, I remember them saying back in, you know, in, before the big crash where everybody thought it was a, just a sham and a joke and it went to $20,000 and then lost 80% of its value. They were the people that were still saying it then, look, this is going to be something. Hold on to it. Get through this. And that, that one was a long one. That was a long winter. That was 2018, right? Yeah, the long bear market. It wasn't so it broke it blew up then from about May to August of 2019, then went into another winter. Things started to bring started, things started to spring up in February. Coronavirus hit it totally bombed out completely. Bitcoin dropped down to 3500 a coin. <laughs> Ethereum was $75, even lower. Yes. That is gorgeous. So that was right during the what were they what they called uh, was it Black Thursday or something? Yes, yes. So that you were you were picking up bargains that day. I actually did. I actually did myself. Are you okay? Yes. All right, I'm glad you made it through, bud. And we think we're going to make it through even more. So there's a lot of things in place and percolating, but you got to be smart. We always talk about it, and, and I will tell you this. 
I am very, very optimistic for what the future holds. I just gave my daughter a thousand Cardano coins. So we'll see how that works for her. Sounds good. Yeah, I think it sounds really good. Vig, how we are approaching, we are on Wednesday. It's the hump day. What are you interested in looking up coming up this weekend? And we could veer away a little bit of the cryptocurrency and the crypto keeper. You can go back into the Vig moniker. What do you got going on in Denver? How's Denver been? How have you been? We had a little bit of a hiatus. We are back now with some big plans for the future. And just, just hold tight. We might be a little bit away from it, but there's some really, really awesome things happening with Jet, with Gen Zen Productions and 40-something podcasts. What do you got going on this weekend? you have any plans? Have you been to Red Rocks often? What's going on with you? Just the last week was about buried myself in the mountains at my homie's ranch for a couple of days and uh, enjoyed some cool weather up there and some rain. Came back to another heat wave here over 100 degrees uh, in Sound Tribe Sector 9 doing a Axe to Cable set down at Levitt Pavilion uh, last weekend and also did a, just a set called Wave Spell, which is just all improv. Really good stuff, very organic and creative. Enjoyed that. And then we have Yonder Mountain String Band coming up this Thursday night at Levitt Pavilion. Levitt Pavilion is really where I've been hanging this summer. Uh, I was at Red Rocks once and uh, for widespread panic and uh, may end up dropping in on fish sticks. I uh, was hoping uh, if I can get a hold of my tickets here, we'll see. Uh, it uh, all depends, really. And then, uh, but Beloved Pavilion's where I've been at is be Yonder Mountain String Band this Thursday night. And, uh, Really just been kind of chillaxing here. Uh, I, I would definitely have to agree with you. Now that we're kind of getting, the dark clouds are kind of clearing a little bit in the crypto spirit. And uh, we're, we're starting to see a lot of buying going on. And uh, that, that's proven to be good. And it's the buying is going on despite uh, somewhat harsh rhetoric by U.S. regulators. And uh, I think that just goes to show you how, things, how, how strong things are. I wouldn't expect the, the price of, uh, of Ethereum to explode just because this hard, uh, hard fork has gone through. And in, in the past, things like that would happen because it would say, oh, OK, this might actually really happen. This might actually really happen. We're getting through that. It's happening. It's already happening. You can go ahead and do transactions on Ethereum right now. They just are pretty pricey. I just tried to put in a trade this morning and they wanted $60 for a gas thing. That's got to change. And so with the EIP 155 uh, protocol upgrade, that will alleviate that um and then really will just usher in a whole new economic uh run on things
his hell when he leased his conscience to the sin. The evil that was born within. Rock took the shot to his chest full of crime, stealing a man's last breath, the rest is left. 